0: Rob, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live.
1: Hey, listen, this is my wife, Nancy. Say hello, Nancy. Hello. It's her birthday. I want Drew to give her a say. Happy birthday, Nancy. That's what I want. I love Drew. All
0: right, hold on for Drew, okay?
1: Okay, wait. Nancy, come here. <laughs>
0: come here. Dude, don't let Nancy down. Shh. What was your name again? Jeez. Oh,
1: Nancy. Nancy. Your name's it's Nancy? Nancy's
0: birthday. Your name is Nancy birthday? No, it's Nancy. It's a birthday. So your name is but Nancy birthday, Mr. Birthday. What did you want to talk about today? No, I want you to tell Nancy a birthday. I'm gonna handle the phone
1: right now. Hold on here. Hello,
0: hello. Hi. What would you like on your pizza, <laughs> Miss? What would you like on your pizza?
1: Um, I don't want a pizza.
0: Well, you called the pizza yeah, place. Yes, miss, what did you want on your pie?
1: <laughs> pepperoni.
0: Okay. What what address am I delivering that to, please?
1: <laughs> I'm not giving you my address.
0: How am I going to bring you your pizza?
1: Um, I'm not giving you my address over the phone.
0: Well, how am I supposed to find where you live so I can bring you your pizza? <laughs> I want
1: do I was not yeah, right, pepperoni. Google. Is this true?
0: Nope. Oh, hey, he yeah. wants his pizza, he man. Pizza, dude.
1: Listen, I listen to Drew every day. I love it, and I love he got it. Uh, uh,
0: Kevin in there. I love it, Me? love it. I love Kevin in here too, and I love you, Robert.
1: Really? Listen, I want a T-shirt or something. I want I want, a, I want a Drew Robert T-shirt to wear around town to show everybody respect. Well, thank you. you very nice of you, huh? I listen to Drew every day, and I love it to death.
0: Well, thank you, man. You're very, uh, you a very sweet guy, Rob. Thank you. Is this true? No. Hang on one second for him, okay?
1: Okay. You do this again. I know you're doing <laughs> <laughs> I know what you do.
0: It's me. It's me, Rob.
1: Drew, I love your show. Man, you make my day. I'm like tired. I'm like at like 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock. i like all pop up and stuff, and i like... The rest of my day goes real easy because I listen to you. Thank you. I just listen to you as I work and work and work and work. I am like, yeah, I love Drew. <laughs> Is this true? I, I love like, like Jason, due time, I love it all.
0: Well, thank you, man. Appreciate that very much. You're, you're a super supporter, aren't you?
1: Oh, man. I, I want a t shirt. Okay. What, what are you on? Nothing. I'm on Drew. Right. <laughs> he's on, he's on no, that it's Drew. No, my wife's birthday. Right. I want to go to Orcas. I got her flowers. I got her card. I got her everything. I'm just, I'm in a good mood today. Good. So I've been my wife for 35 years, and I love her every day of the 35 years.
0: Oh, oh man. 35. That is so sweet, is dude. Is this true? Yeah, it's me, buddy. Are you... Uh, oh, I you. <laughs> you're not related to Nard, by any chance, on the Billy Madison Show, are
1: you? Oh, no, I'm not the glue. <laughs> I'm um, not the glue at all. <laughs> not
0: the glue. definitely not the glue. All
1: right, so, so my what, glue is my wife. <laughs> so what can I uh, uh Wait, wait. Say hello Nancy. Uh, hello. Hey,
0: okay. she's right here. <laughs> hey Nancy. What uh, What is it that I can do for your wife's birthday to make you uh, to make you happy today? But I love I love your energy.
1: I don't know. Talking to you made my goddamn day. I got my hair set up my hands. <laughs> it's just you, every day I listen to you Thank you make you meant uh, my life better. I mean, you meant like the.
0: Oh, ah, That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, Drew- let's watch him out there, uh, Robert. Oh. We're on the radio. Just- <laughs> no, no, no. You just say you dumb dick. Right. Not the S word. Uh, Seth, a uh, question from my man Rob over here.
2: Rob, would you be open to sharing your wife with Drew on her birthday today? <laughs>
0: uh, let's see.
1: Does he have 50 pennies? <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about two quarters?
1: <laughs> two quarters? I don't know. Fifty dimes? <laughs> that's
0: to five dollars. I don't know about that. Well, All right, I'll give you five bucks for your wife. How about that?
1: <laughs> okay, buy one, get one free. Bogo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rob, you're awesome, dude. Let's give this guy something. Man, no, what? Dude, what, Dude, you make my day. I, sw- I swear to God. Thank you. You guys uh, You guys like uh, Sublime with Rome or you like Billy Idol? What uh, What music do you like? Uh, Billy Idol would be good. All right, let's send you to Billy Idol at the Ruth Eckerd Hall on Thursday, September 24th. Uh, courtesy of me for your wife's birthday. How about that? Is this true? Yeah, it is.
1: Hey, that'd be good. be good. Listen, th- you made my day.
0: That'd be- Why don't you like hey,
1: my... Buddy, I, I, listen, one thing I do want... I want an autograph picture from the set. From the set? Yeah, all y'all guys there. Oh, do you I mean want an autograph picture.
0: From Seth? You mean from Seth?
1: No, from the set. From everybody. The,
0: from the Seth. What, why don't you like my show? It sounds like you're not really into me no, or the show. The
1: set, the, the, the set. I got an autograph picture from Green Acres.
0: Green A- well, let's, let's let the record reflect. You said Green Acres, right?
1: No, <laughs> no I, I got an autograph from uh, Tom, everybody from Evergarden, all that. To autograph my wall, I got some of them. Susan Lucci, right? I would love to have an autograph <laughs> picture from y'all to hang
0: on my wall. Can we circle back? What was the television program that you said you had autograph picture from?
1: Uh, Green Acres. Damn. And and all my children, Susan Lucci. I wouldn't
0: get this guy anything. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I would I would hang your shit stuff next to Green Acres. Hang. No, what you know what I'd do? I'd hang your stuff above it. Above what?
0: Green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm sorry. You you on your wall. You have, you have Susan Lucci, and you have what else? I got Green Acres. I got uh,
1: uh, Ava Gabor, Tom Arnold, all of them. Well, not Tom Arnold. Uh, off of Green Acres right on my wall. I will hang them down, and I will put your thing above that.
0: Number one. Well, I'm, I'm alarmed that you have what you said you have hanging on your wall, but...
1: No, uh, well, Tom. Listen, Tom Lester, you know, was with, with Ed. I, got, I found him online. Sure. And he called me, and we talked on a phone. We talked on a phone. Right. And he sent me the old stuff from the 1970s. <laughs> that went with conventions, whatever, that they, they hand signed before, and he hand signed his to me, to Robert Nancy.
0: That's cool. Yep. All right. Uh, well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much yeah. for uh, for checking in with us. I'm gonna give you those. Uh, I'm gonna give you those uh, tickets to go check out Billy Idol. Okay, you want my address? Oh yeah, j- just hang on one second. I'm gonna hook you up with promo. T- you, now hey, can I still get an autograph picture? Of uh, of me, only if you promise to put it over Green Acres. I won't put it on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey dude, I love you, man. Uh, like, you're a killer. Uh, you are too, Rob. Thank you so much. Hold, hold on one second for me, okay?
1: Don't hang up. I won't
0: I'm I'm just gonna throw you on hold Okay buddy Okay. Alright hold on I mean You have no idea how flattering it is To be in the same company as Susan Lucci And Green Acres I mean I really arrived First time you said Green Acres I looked right at Kevin Why You know why I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know either. Shh. Don't tell anybody, but this is the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Suck it down. Taste it. We're going to talk to him again. We talked to him last, was it last offseason? It was right towards the end of the season, I believe. Yeah. The guy who has probably the most difficult job on Sunday, but the most appreciated job. He does it seamlessly. He brings you Eight-plus hours of NFL action without taking a break. We've instructed Soul Brother Kevin, the new member of the show, not to ask the bathroom question. I won't do it. As it has been asked several times and probably is asked on every single interview with this guy. So we're not going to do it this time. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now for the second time, Mr. Scott Hansen of the NFL Red Zone. Scott, it's great to hear from you again. Thanks for calling.
2: Yeah, Drew, guys, good to be with you here today. Uh, I, I appreciate that, that illustrious uh, introduction there. I need to live up to it now.
0: Well, I think you'll have no problem doing that. We need to mention at the outset of this call, this preseason you have five, not four, but five free editions of NFL Red Zone, including this Thursday and Friday at 7.30 p.m., and you can follow Scott on Twitter, at Scott Hansen. that's H A N. S-O-N. Scott, what do you know about the Geno Smith situation? I saw you tweeting about it.
2: Is this thinking unbelievable or what? I mean, it's just unbelievable Uh, on a number of different fronts. One, is this not the most Jets thing ever? (laughs) I, I have friends, dear friends who are Jets fans, live and die with them. And they're just like, when's the next thing going to happen? And how could it possibly trump all of the nonsense that has gone on uh, in, in in seasons past?
0: It, it does Look, seem I like every no offseason you see that, something like this, for sure.
2: Yeah, which but, but, but this is a new one. This is a new one. We've had we've had starting quarterbacks knocked out of of early season from injuries during preseason games, even in preseason practices, to be taken off of of the football field six to ten weeks because of an alleged, and I'm going to call it alleged, and I'll do this tonight when I'm broadcasting live, sucker punch, because all we're hearing is the Jets' side of things, right? Right. Basically, they took a sixth-round linebacker and cut him, okay, And and their starting quarterback was involved in this fight or whatever you want to call it, and they're saying he was the one who was sucker punch. Okay, I'm just going to say alleged sucker punch that you cannot tell me didn't start from something that was on the field or something that was a history between these two guys. But I, I can't look at, I can't indict either player. If the guy who threw the punch truly did come up and sucker punch him, not only is, was he subjected to the discipline that the Jets gave him, which is he was cut apparently within an hour after after throwing the punch, but he could be subjected to, to criminal charges if it was the way that, that being described sure but Gino you need to be you need to be a leader on that team and part of being a leader on that team is knowing your teammates knowing who has a short fuse knowing who can have something said to them knowing who you need to back off and not engaging the latest report I just heard was Gino apparently when they're jawing back and forth between these two guys Gino apparently Got up and walked over to the guy and stuck his finger in his face, yep. mm. and that was the impetus apparently for the guy to uh, to, to swing and, and break his jaw. But just unbelievable at this stage of the season for this franchise to have it happen to them.
0: No doubt. We are speaking with Scott Hansen of the NFL Red Zone, five free editions, including this Thursday and Friday at 730 p.m. Contrast that, Scott, with what happened yesterday with Cam Newton, obviously a guy who's very passionate about what he does. And he's got the red jersey on, so he's not supposed to be hit, but he gets a little fired up and gets into it with another player. It doesn't escalate past a little pushing and shoving, right?
2: Exactly. That's a good observation, and it's and it's a good analogy to bring into play here because you're talking about a quarterback. Quarterbacks do not get into physical altercations at training camp. That's just like it's almost unheard of. Well, we captured the one yesterday on tape, and then we had uh, you know still photographs of it and whatnot. And the level to which the Cam Newton situation rose was. Uh, I I uh, I I want to call him Newman. It's not Newman. It's uh, New Newsum, I believe. Um, oh, I'm blanking on it right now. But the defensive back uh, Norman—that's his name. Yeah. Uh, ripped it, ripped Cam's helmet off. Cam ripped that guy's helmet off, and it stopped it there. Right. Right. There were not punches thrown. Any professional football player on an NFL roster is capable of breaking another man's jaw if he winds up and throws everything behind it. You cannot take it to that level. You have to have your emotions in check. And if you're a quarterback, you need to know you're the most valuable commodity on the field. You can't afford even to be getting your hands tangled up. And what if you break a, a pinky finger on your throwing hand? Right. That's going to cost you a month of the season. These guys can't get involved with that type of stuff. No. And... um yet another example of maturity with some of the younger quarterbacks in the league versus some of the older
0: no doubt about it speaking of quarterbacks my favorite team the new england patriots will be without the services of uh hunk tom brady for the first four games due to deflate gate was it a fair punishment doled out by the nfl or was it excessive scott hansen of nfl red zone
2: okay you know where i stand on this one is is this do i think that pounds of PSI make a difference, or was that egregious? I think you could argue that it's not that big of a deal. That being said, it's a rule. Tom Brady knew it was a rule, and the evidence suggests, and I like Tom. I know him personally. I've played in his charity flag football game a few times, Uh, but the evidence strongly suggests he knew about it, and he was in on it. The okay? fact, that, the fact that he you're answered, trying to hide
0: something. Point, yeah. Wait, say it again. What? The fact that you're trying to hide something, even in, no matter how insignificant you think it, it may be, the fact that they went around all yep. of this to hide it means that it was wrong, and they knew it yep. was wrong. A Steelers, at, I'm a Steelers and,
2: and fan. Here's the deal. Uh, but that's fine. I mean, look at I. I, I am not pro or anti New England Patriots. I respect what they have done in their franchise. However, here's what it leads to. If Tom was leaking footballs or telling his guys to, to, to deflate the footballs to his liking, knowing it was cheating and circumventing the rules, what else are they doing there? Mm-hmm. What else are they doing that we don't know about? And this is obviously the franchise that had the videotaping scandal. So what else are they doing? Because they're obviously one of, if not the best franchise in the NFL over the last 15 years. Okay. Right. So, Did they do it based on coaching acumen and, and skill on the field and teamwork and all the other things that we as American sports fans want to believe our champions accomplish their, their goals on, or were they, are they really good at, at coaching and playing, but they also cheat. That's where this lies. That's where the heart of this lies. So was the punishment too much? I could see fans saying that it was, however, you left yourself at the mercy of the league by by leaving the trail of breadcrumbs mm. that indicate, yeah, it was probably cheating that was going on there. So I don't know how it's going to play out. My guess is now with this federal judge um, strongly suggesting that they should settle, that two sides could, could meet, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets knocked down to two games. I would be surprised if it goes to zero games. If 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 Brady skates without missing any time, I'd be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised if it stays at if it stays at four. I wouldn't be surprised if it got knocked down to two. Uh, we should know within a week or two how it's going to play out.
0: Got gotcha. you. We are speaking with Scott Hansen, host of NFL Red Zone, does an amazing job every Sunday. Let's keep with the theme of NFL quarterbacks, a city that you have ties to that you may very well be in right now. We certainly are in Tampa Bay, Florida. The first pick in the yes. NFL draft this year, Mr. Jameis Winston. How do you see him having an impact on the woeful Tampa Bay Buccaneers of last year?
2: Yeah, well, I'm excited for the uh, sports fans there in Tampa and St. Petersburg in the surrounding areas. I keep a home there. I, I love Tampa. I used to work there in the in the media locally, uh, look, you got to figure out the most important position on the field. They drafted the guy who was the most NFL-ready, by all scouts accounts, quarterback coming into this year. Now, I have heard from different people that have been at practices that Jameis has struggled a bit, that he's a little too careless with the football, he's maybe a little overconfident in his skills, which are which are pretty significant. Um, and and then he's and he's taking chances, throwing footballs into areas that he shouldn't. Mm. I think he's going to figure it out. I'm in the same camp with everyone else. You talk about quarterbacks in the NFL and maturation. Jameis needs to handle himself off the field impeccably. Okay, right. So far, so good since he, since the draft until now. Pretty much, so far, so good with Jameis. I think he'll eventually figure it out. Based upon what I'm hearing out of training camp right now, I might temper my rookie season expectations down just a bit. That being said, I like Lovey a lot. I think he's the man to get it turned around there. I love Gerald McCoy. I love Levante David. I think they've got a couple of pieces on the offensive line. The receivers, if Safarian Jenkins can stay healthy and throw him into the pass-catching mix there, I think Vincent Jackson still has tread on the tire. Mike Evans is obviously a star. Doug Martin's got to jump back and have a comeback-type season. I think they have pieces in place, especially in what's been a very weak NFC South, to make that leap and become a postseason team in the next year or two
0: ready to siege the day we have scott hansen on the line with us host of nfl red zone you have a tremendous amount of nfl insight what about red zone what kind of new things can we look forward to seeing this year scott
2: yeah we got a couple new uh you know when they say if it ain't broke right don't mess with it too much um we are tweaking some graphics packages that we're doing we have a new Full screen graphic that will show you. Let's say we have eight games going on simultaneously. We're going to put up a graphic that will show you the field position of every one of the eight oh, games. Cool. Kind of indicating to fans. Yeah, it should. Be, if we, I haven't seen it yet myself in action. We're going to start messing with it in these uh, preseason shows that you've already uh, promoted. Starting Thursday night is the first one on NFL Red Zone. We have five preseason games, so we'll start playing with with the new graphics package. But picture this. Eight games going on. All right, why are we with the the Falcons game right now? Well, the Falcons are on the eight-yard line, and the graphic will show you. Falcons are on the eight. The Cowboys are on the 28. Uh, Everyone else is not even over the 50-yard line yet, giving you an indication as to how we're making our decisions to switch from one game to the next. That should be pretty fun. And then, obviously, it's still going to be the same seven hours commercial-free every touchdown from every game, Uh, all the big moments as they happen, thrill ride that NFL fans have come to expect.
0: I am salivating thinking about it. And like you said, if it ain't broke, don't (laughs) fix it. Uh, Soul Brother Kevin, a question for Scott Hanson, host of the NFL Red Zone. Yes, any plans to integrate fantasy scoring in the Red Zone? Well, yes and no. And, and, And here's why. I always
2: point out, statistical categories, this guy has this many yards right now. This guy right. has 200 yards passing, and we're at the half. This guy's going for his fourth touchdown uh, on the ground. The 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 franchise record is four. I'll try and throw in those things, but when you say fantasy scoring, it's tough to do. We can utilize the NFL.com standardized fantasy scoring, right? A point for every 10 yards, but some people play in PPR leagues. Right. Some people play in uh, four point touchdown leagues, not six point. Some people uh, subtract more for fumbles and interceptions. So I can't just say uh, Mike Evans is having a monster day. He scored thirty eight fantasy points right now. Right. Okay. Well, by whose scoring system? You see what I'm saying? So I have to. So I kind of have to stay in the realm of Mike. Mike Evans is having a monster day. He's got nine catches for one hundred and sixty four yards and two touchdowns. That works. So I, I hope that explains. If we don't incorporate direct fantasy point totals it's only because there are so many customized leagues out there the points might not translate directly
0: that's a solid point scott do you have your same crew back with you this year do you have the same personal chef who's going to prepare you meals that will leave you not <laughs> necessary to go to the bathroom during the broadcast this year that is a question no, you got a
2: good you got a good memory man yeah so we've got uh, well, I have my chef, he's the first human being I see on a Sunday morning because I come in when it's pitch black dark out here in Los Angeles. I usually get in, in between 5 and 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the chef cooks me a very salty breakfast, which uh, helps me. Uh, well, let's talk biology now. You guys want to go there. Everybody loves talking when hands can take a leap. Uh, uh, you know, it helps me retain water. I take one bottle of water. I drink that before our production meeting. I cut off my fluid intake about 90 minutes before showtime. My stage manager, Rhoda Gilmore, hands me a one bottle of water. And she says, Scott, I, I only want to see you sipping this for the next seven hours. I don't want to see this thing half gone in the first hour now because... I'll need to take take the break, and, and as you all know, I try and last for the full seven hours without having to raise my hand and excuse myself. Wow,
0: what a man. What a man. Why do I think, Scott, that you, that you have a fantasy football team named Salty Breakfast?
2: A uh, fantasy football team named the Iron Bladders.
0: <laughs> That's even better, and we're going to win a trivia question on First that sometime. Story.
2: Is it really the Iron Bladders? First story. Uh, I, am, I am the Iron Bladders. And unfortunately, I've lost in the stinking championship game the last two years, I, I, uh, and I'm playing with nothing but heavyweights now. We have a, an NFL network uh, on-air talent league, they call it, so it's all people that you see on television, and, and so they know their stuff. Sure. Uh, in regular football and in fantasy football, and I've gone to the championship game two years in a row mm. and have lost in the, in the championship game. It's frustrating. i got to get over the hump this year.
0: Well, we believe in you. We're going to send you a little Drew Garabo live karma out your way, and this is your year to finally get over the hump. You are the man. We always enjoy spending time with you. We will watch you for seven-plus hours every single Sunday and this Thursday and Friday starting at 730 when there are five free editions of NFL Red Zone. Uh, we will check you out on Twitter at Scott Hance we always appreciate the time Scott it's great catching up with you I look forward to seeing you every single Sunday because that will mean that football is back Keep up the great work will you God,
2: uh, guys thanks much for having me appreciate it enjoy the season we'll see you on
0: Sundays Always a pleasure Scott take it easy bye bye what a great dude man he's awesome one bottle of water a very salty breakfast and w- could you we should try that as an experiment this football season like start watching the games at about one. Have one bottle of water and see how long you can go without without going to the weed. I'll tell you that I'm doing that, yeah, but you really will be going <laughs> no, <that>. no. <laughs> nope, haven't got <gone> to- it. <laughs> bathroom yet no i'm good this guy scott has no excuse not to win his fantasy football league like who would know more about everything that's going on i thought the same thing but then i thought his attention span is diverted so many times like other guys might be able to watch one game and get a whole lot of insight right this guy's got to watch every game and he's got a producer in his ear going okay we're gonna cut to the chicago philadelphia game right now in three two one cut and everybody else while he's doing that they're picking up Put layers off the waiver wire and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so his Sundays are, uh, are on lock. But, man, what a great dude that Scott Hansen is. Uh, great job setting that up. Geo? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done.